0: I want to do I want to do this this is something this is a place that has been near and dear to my heart and and when I read it I think I gotta I gotta preach this and I'm sure you know in time past I've been here one degree or another but when I got to reading it in my devotions this last week I thought we gotta go You know, it's it's amazing. Take your Bibles, turn to the book of Joshua. We're going to start in Joshua chapter 14, and then we're going to go back to Joshua chapter 1. There is something about there's something about preaching that you just you pray and it's like Lord please help me. The Lord, you know, speaking of the Holy Spirit, Lord, use your spirit. Because there's no way I can get this across. I just I can't do it. It's got to be the spirit of God. But it's so incredibly necessary. You know, we're looking around at the days now, and uh, we're wondering, you know, Lord, what are you going to do? What's next? You, know, I, you, you What are you going to do next? What, Lord, what, what's coming down? But one thing I fear is there are even some Christians that are missing Tucker Carlson more than they're missing the power of God there isn't a person on that tube that's more important than my Savior. And so we, when we gather together, I, I don't, you know, hey, it, it, they can have millions watching, that's fine. My Savior started with 12, and look what happened. So, you know, by God's grace, let's hear this out. We're going to start Joshua 14. Look at verse 6, if you would, please. Then the children of Judah came unto Joshua and Gilgal, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite, the Kenizzite said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God concerning me and thee in Kadesh Barnea. Remember, they, he Moses sent 12, says go spy out the land. And they came back and, and Joshua and Caleb said, hey, let's go, God's given it to us, yeah! They did it somehow like that. But 10 of them said, look, it, it's exactly what the Lord said, but we be small, they be big, and we can't do it. And they made liar, a liar out of God, and because of that, they reaped what they sowed, and that's sad, but now here they are, they're finally ready to go, and here comes somebody who is now, he's an older man, but I'm telling you, I I can imagine seeing him, and he's got a fire in his eyes. Watch this, let's keep going. Verse 7, Forty years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land. I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. This guy's good. If you've got a football team, you want him on it, even at this age. Let's continue. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years. He's eighty five now. Even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and come in. Now, some people might doubt that. Let me tell you something. My wife and I were in church last Sunday morning. And as we're there, this couple sat in front of us. They came in in front of us. The guy was about this tall, but you shook his hand and it hurt. Now now he's he's not big, but he's in shape. And I said, how are you? And he gave me his name. He says, I I said, what do you do? He says, I taught wrestling. In high school, and I'm a wrestler myself. Wow! And I could tell—I mean, this guy had very little fat on him, and he had a nice set of shoulders. Short guy, great guy, great Christian. I said, "How old are you?" He said, "83." So we're all going on diets starting tomorrow, and, and we're doing push. You know, I, I'm praising God. I get to go see—I get to go sur- see my surgeon tomorrow. And say, "Hey, the hips that you gave me, they're working great. They really are. But boy, I'm going to keep at that. I, I don't care if I fell on it from I fell off from it a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to keep riding that bike. But now I got to get, you know. I'll probably do girly push ups, you know, from the back of the chair, you know, come up and down. But man, I'm telling you, he, he was he was in shape. I can imagine Caleb, the whole time. You know that, the whole time." They're going through the wilderness. He's going, one day, and I'm going to be ready. He's still doing his push-ups. He's still keeping the fat off. Because one day, and now he says, you know something, I'm 85, and I'm ready to go. And you're not going to get in his way. So, look at verse 11. As yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war, both to go out and come in. Now, therefore, say with me the next four words. Give me this mountain. Let's do it again. Give me this mountain. He's not in retirement. He wants the mountain. He's not ready to give up. God promised it to him. It has taken a long time because other people sinned, but he's saying, give me this mountain. Whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be, the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave Unto Caleb the son of Jephunneh, Hebron, for an inheritance. He is ready to go. Now, let me bring this up. There are those that believe that Israel crossing the Jordan is a picture of us going to heaven. That's not true. That's not true. We have the victory. When we get to heaven, there's no wars to fight. There's none. There's wars to fight here. What this is a picture of, and it is an excellent picture, is of us coming into what God has promised And we are to grow into. We are to battle our enemies, sometimes, oftentimes within, but we have the victory. It was promised to us. Now, we just celebrated Resurrection Sunday. We have Christ. We have our hope. And Christ, if you've trusted Christ as your Savior, He has you. Amen. That's, seriously, come on, you know. I know what Roger is trying to. Come on, people. You know, we can say Hallelujah. We can say Amen, right, Roger? <laughs> he, he's trying to find the scripture right now in his Bible, so don't bother him right now. Either that, or he's looking for another passage. He's going now. If I was preaching this, this is where I would go. Preachers do, preachers do that. I'm telling you, you know, I would use this illustration. So Roger, keep your mind up here. Let's, let's just keep at it. Listen, you and I are surrounded by people. Please hear this. You and I are surrounded by people who need in us a passion And a conviction for the mountain God promised us. They don't need another Christian that is playing church, or that you know, well, I just you know, I'll 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 stand here singing, bringing in the sheaves, but I'm going to leave it to somebody else to bring in the sheaves. That's not what's needed. To the verses that I go to, verses that I shared with you when I was talking about the things that I read when I'm having my devotions, two of the verses are these: Romans 15:4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. My hope is this: when it comes to this. This was written long time ago. But here was a guy, he said, I want that mountain. Now, I'll guarantee you, this morning, as I was preparing to come, I looked in the mirror, and once again, I came to this realization. This body isn't what it used to be. I'm always reminded this brain is not what it used to be but my God never changes. And you know something? That's when I come to the other one, 2 Corinthians 4.16. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is what? Renewed. Are you listening? Is renewed day by day. You get into the word and you're giving God the raw material that he needs to keep teaching you, to keep at it. Remember Billy Sunday? I don't know how many of you have ever ever read him, listened to any one of his messages, read him or whatever. He hated liquor. He hated liquor. It eventually got his son, and that was so sad. But he said, I'm going to fight it. I'm going to kick it. I'm gonna punch it, and when I'm handless, footless, and and, and toothless, I'm gonna gum it till I get home to glory. He hated it. By the way, I do too. It's destroyed more homes, and all mankind could do is just keep finding things to destroy homes. Isn't it amazing how there was such a war on tobacco, but now when it comes to marijuana, hey, enjoy! I'm sorry, you don't need it, you need Christ. Caleb was a renewed man. He was renewed. He's 45 years older, but he has kept his sword sharp, his wits about him, his faith secure, and he's ready to go. That is what we need. Now, would you please take your Bibles and go to Joshua chapter 1. So, Lord, help us to follow this. This is obviously the beginning of it all. Look what verse 1 says. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Now, 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 wait a minute. What has happened? Something has taken place. You know, people come and go, come and go, come and go. But God stays the same. The plan that he has is still continuing. I don't wanna get to heaven and realize things about salvation, about living for Christ, et cetera, that I could have known now. Now, are there places in the past I blew it? Yes. Yeah, we all do. But you know, right now it's like, Lord, again, Help me to be wise. If you're gonna give me a passage, and I'm gonna study it, I'm gonna look at it, Lord, please help me to glean from it. So, look at verse two. We find a prodding from the Lord. Verse two, Moses, my servant, is dead. He led you for a long time, but he's gone. 40 years, but now it's over. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give them. Now notice that. Unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. If you are born again, bought by the blood of the lamb, listen to me, God has given you things. We're gonna realize he's given you a gift. He's given you salvation, but you have the ability to serve him. You will not feel like you deserve it. If there is one person in this church auditorium that doesn't deserve to be a preacher and a pastor, it's me. It's humbling. But again, it's amazing whom the Lord chooses. I knew 32 years ago, and a couple of months, the first time I sat here, this was my place. Boom, I love this place. I don't know, I just did. And now, I praise God for it. How much longer am I going to be here? Some of you might think, boy, I wish he had dropped dead a couple of years ago, you know, when he had the quadruple bypass. That would have been interesting. I missed a great chance to get on the news. Wayne would have caught it on the camera. It would have gone on YouTube and there we go. But then I'd be enjoying other things. But again, hey, every believer has a gift. Again, as we're going to see tonight, we have things in the Holy Spirit we need to understand. By the way, every believer has a command to serve his Lord. That's why we call him Lord. It means master, but he's a good master, amen? He's a good master. Every person that has placed their trust in Christ, that has been born again, ought to desire this. Lord, I might not be clear exactly on what it is, but I know this. I want that mountain. You know what Antonio is doing right now? He wants his mountain. Where's Tim Smith this morning? He's preaching at the church of another young man that was saved in this church, Dave Welch, down in Elk Grove. He also went after his mountain. And now he's pastoring there. And now Tim is in the pulpit right now preaching because that's his mountain. I wanna ask you something, what's yours? What's yours? We have a role to play here. Peter tells us in 1 Peter chapter two this, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation a peculiar people, now we can have some fun with that, but we won't, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath, praise God, called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now listen to verse 10, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God. Listen, Israel blew it. They, instead of rejoicing in their Messiah, killed their Messiah. They hung him on a tree, on a cross. Now, we are the people. When the rapture takes place, the focus is going to be again on the Jews. And that will be the time when eventually they will look on him whom they have pierced and they'll realize he was our Messiah, and he's going to come and rule and reign for a 1,000 years. But right now, it's been transferred over to us, who were not a people, but now we're the people of God. So rejoicing in this, we have a place. God has given us a mountain, and he wants us to fulfill it. But there's a problem. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. How many of you at times find yourself upset with yourself because you quit, you failed? How many of you sinned this last week? We don't have to sin. I am so glad that my sins are covered. Past, present, future. Praise God for that. We have the victory. We need to claim it as we're going for our mountain. Romans 8.31, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8.37, nay, in all these things, we are, I love this, more than conquerors. There was somebody that went to be with the Lord this last week. Thank you, Roger, for having us sing that. It was written by Ron Hamilton, Ron Hamilton finally went to be with the Lord this last week. Patch the Pirate has sailed into harbor in heaven. I'll never forget that guy from from college days on. What a joy was with him. He desired for God's people to know the victory that is in Christ, even through difficult times. Now, right now, as we're looking at the word, there's different levels of struggling possibly going on right now in hearts. Disappointments. You know, somebody might be tempted someday to ask me, who's been the biggest trouble to you in the church? <laughs> I can answer that right away it's me. I have been my biggest challenge. How many of you would rightly admit that when it comes to people who have been a challenge to you, you see that person every morning in the mirror? Listen, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We have the victory. We get up, we keep going. God gave the prodding. Then he gave the promise through Joshua or to Joshua. Look at verse three. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. You see, leadership changes. God doesn't, his word doesn't change. So we keep going and no matter who the leader is, who the pastor is, whoever, guess what? We march on. Until the Lord takes us home, we march on. So, he says, look, I'm the one that brought you here. The land is before you. Take it. We rejoice at land that is prepared for us. Remember when Christ told us, I go to prepare a place for you. There's coming the time when he will say, enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. But listen, right now, before we get to the sweet by and by, as we're working in the nasty now and now, we need to understand God has given us something now. It's that mountain. We just need to go in and claim it. Did Israel... You know that Israel was given roughly 300,000 square miles? You know how many square miles they finally claimed? 30,000 and it didn't have to stop at 300,000. He said, every place your foot steps, that's yours. This is why we need to quit choking ourselves with a lack of faith and recognize that, you know what? My God is able. It's not for our glory. It's for his. He's the master. Look at verse four. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even to the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. And this was the plan. Look at verse five. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, again, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, (coughs) excuse me, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. They've got what they need. And the Lord is looking at them and saying, listen, this is just what you need to be assured of. I'm going with you, therefore, be courageous. Be strong. You've seen what I did before. You've heard of what I did when your forefathers came out of Egypt. Go, be strong. There's a fellow called, uh, he's got a, uh, a podcast called Expedition Bible. It's fascinating. He takes you all through these different places in Israel, in the Holy Land, and you wind up seeing some things, you know, face to face. And he, he brought out, and I believe it, I mean, I think he's nailed it. said, who was the Pharaoh of the Exodus? Well, he's brought it down to this. And all of a sudden, I'm forgetting, let's see. Oh man, I'm forgetting the huh? Amenhotep, Amenhotep the second. No, it wasn't Ramses. It doesn't fit, and I can tell you later on why. But Amenhotep the second, it works out perfectly. But he says, you know, I went to Egypt. And he says, so often you go into a museum and you see the pottery and this and that, and writings, etchings, etc. He said the Egyptians went one step better. They kept themselves. <laughs> You can go in, you can see all these mummies. And so there's several pharaohs that are there. And Amenhotep II is there. And it was strange to look into the face of the man that looked into the face of Moses. That man, what he went through must have been absolutely incredible. He hardened his heart. God said, okay, if that's the direction you're going, God went on to harden his heart. And what a broken man he turned out to be. There's other things behind that. I'm not gonna take the time to go with that. But he said, look, just be strong. You remember what I did. You be strong and courageous. But praise God, it's more than power that God gave them. Look at verse 8. He gave them the plan. This book of the law, and this is important. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Now listen, to this This is a well-known verse. Listen carefully to this. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Now here's a key that we need to remember. We're not in each other's homes on a daily basis. But oftentimes we're in each other's hearts. This is why we need to be praying for each other. Let me tell you what my prayer is for you. You're in the word daily because this book of the law ought not to to depart out of your mouth, but you need to meditate, to ponder, to sit back and imagine about it. That's why, you know, I I, I was telling you at the beginning of the year that how Psalm 63 just so got me. Oh God, Thou art my God. I'm still still caught up with that. That the God of the universe is my God. It's my God. By the way, speaking of Pat Taylor, she brought in some shirts. And keeping me in mind, she got them to where I could wear them which means they're all extra large. So for those of you that aren't extra large, you're smaller, you get to swim in it if you want one. But there's about 10 of them here, and you can, you can have, but I got, by the way, Pat, I got the one that says this, I got a DNA test. God is my father. There's another, there's a couple of, I think there's at least one more like that. You, you need, so... Solomon, that's yours. It's over here. Now, you can do it. See, I, you know, people see me and they get mad. They'll beat me up. They won't beat you up. Observe, to guard, to take heed, to preserve. Why? Because we need this in our hearts. I want to ask you something. I want to ask you. Are you a defeated Christian? Well, preacher, weren't you just talking about victory? Yeah, yeah, I praise God, amen. But when it comes to living, are you a defeated Christian? Or are you living what Christ purchased for you? I'll give you one example that I was gonna to share tonight. The, the, the Bible Belt is no more. The South is in a mess. In the county where Ambassador Baptist College is, is about 60,000 people. There are thirty one independent Baptist churches in that county. But so many of them are just struggling. Six members, ten members. You lose focus. You forget the mountain. By God's grace, may it never happen here. We need to keep our eyes on Him. Amen. Folks, if we forget the singular, greatest, most important thing in our existence, we're in a world of hurt. So we need to stop and we need to ask ourselves day by day, have I been living to this? God has given me something, and I want that mountain. I want it. He still gives victory. First John five: For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus Christ is the Son of that Jesus is the Son of God. He still gives the victory, you see. Not only that, he's still ever present. Hebrews 13.5, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. Christ, our God, is right here. Right now. right now, the Holy Spirit indwells us right now, that will not change as we will see tonight. He's still all powerful, Matthew 28, all power, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He is still faithful, Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the age. He still gives absolute victory. But again, thanks be unto God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He still keeps his promises, speaking of Abraham in Romans 4, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. He still calls us to courage. My life verse is the next verse in where we have been in Joshua 1. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Second Corinthians 2.14. Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph. Always. You go after the mountain, you will succeed. His way for his glory, you're going to have it and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. Because he tells us, Romans 8, we've already seen it. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Now, question is this. How many of us think it's too late for us to go after that mountain? Well, let me ask you. How many people here are older than 85? You feel like that, Larry? Guess what? You're not too old. You can have that mountain. Because we're renewed day by day, we give God that raw material in the word of God. What did Joshua have to do to make these things happen? Trust God. What did Caleb have? He had a passion for what God promised him. The question is, can we humbly come before God this morning and say with Caleb, Lord, uh, it's late in coming, but Lord, would you do this? By your grace, would you give me that mountain? Whatever it is that you've called me faithfulness in giving out the gospel, in living the Christian life, maybe something specific, but the point is, Lord, I want that mountain. I want that mountain. How many Caleb's do we have here? Let's pray.